When you're a business owner, it can sometimes feel like the odds are stacked against you, but QuickBooks knows you never back down. That's why they're always in your corner, making it easier for you to manage your business so you have the time to take care of details that matter most. No matter what your version of success is, QuickBooks can give you smarter business tools to get you there. QuickBooks, backing you. Learn more at quickbooks.com. That's quickbooks.com. Hi, everyone. This is Pivot from the Vox Media Podcast Network. I'm Kara Swisher. And I'm Scott Galloway. And here we are face-to-face in New York City. You know, uh, I'd like to think that you finally decided to invest in this relationship and that you're here because of me. It may be about is someone else. No, no, it's no. It's no. Who are you? Okay. Nothing. Who are I'm not, you here no, to not, see? No, nobody. Hillary is, Clinton. Hillary Clinton. I'm you're here. literally running to see Hillary Clinton. You have I lunch am. or coffee with her? Yes, I'm going to see her because we have right. a big interview tomorrow night at the 92nd Street Y. It's our third interview. Yeah. It's a charm. Third time's a charm. So you know who I'm having lunch with? Who? Not uh, Hillary Clinton. No, Mr. Oatley. Yeah. Who is that? First name Chip. Okay, who's that? Who's Chip Oatley. Come on, oh, that's my, my big God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know what? Chipotle? You know Listen what? Listen to me. Chipotle, marijuana, Netflix, like, you need to Cialis. stop. You need to stop. Yeah, let me just go. I'm doing change topics. I was just at Google. Water, All right, here's the groups. deal. I was just at Google at the Google News Group. I was giving a speech yeah. for among a, a panel thing, and I was coming down in the elevator, and this guy was like, I love you and Scott. That Scott guy cracks me up. I like when you riff with him. It was they nice. were on. This guy was like a huge fan. One of my and dozens and dozens of fans. Listen to it while he works out. It was all guys. It was interesting. Yeah, I'm but all I'm bros. just telling you, we were two times in one place. It was that very feels exciting. Good. Thanks for that. So, uh, so they like us. They really like us at Google, at least. Um, so, big stories this week. Let's go. Let's go right to them. Um, Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple, gave an impassioned speech on data privacy in Brussels. He said that Apple supports a federal privacy law in the U.S. Let's take a listen to some of what he said. Our own information from the everyday to the deeply personal is being weaponized against us with military efficiency. Every day, billions of dollars change hands and countless decisions are made on the basis of our likes and dislikes, our friends and families, our relationships and conversations, our wishes and fears, our hopes and dreams. And so he said he supports a U.S. federal privacy law, which there's one in California. Um, What do you think? What do you think about this? Important speech? Yeah, well, he's, he's got a ton of moral authority. He's likable. I think he's principled. But him taking a stand um, for privacy is like Sergey or Cheryl taking a stand against devices that are addictive to the young male brain. It's just <laughs> it's okay. an attack on Google and Facebook. Yeah, it's an attack on his competitors. Well, so what? Smart thing to do. It's smart thing to do. He's been doing it for a while. It's it's. I think it's principled. Mm-hmm. But uh, the where I think he he kind of misses the mark or loses mm-hmm. the script is when a terrorist uses an iPhone. The FBI says we'd like to get into this iPhone to see if other acts of terror are unfolding gets a court order, and then Apple waves its middle finger in the face of the court order. I'm good with that. I'm okay. on the other side. You're wrong. They're, they're, well, you know right. what? You think the government doesn't have any other— What if it had been a BlackBerry? I, I don't care. I don't think— I like the stance. I like the stance. Okay, and one of our kids doesn't show up after school I one day still and like we the find stance. Don't iPhone, do that. Don't bring the kids the... into that. That's, well, that's a different. That's an emotional reaction. That's okay. an emotional reaction. Okay. No, no. They should not do that. Guess what? The government has should other they get ways. Search warrants for your house if your spouse doesn't show up. That's what happens. Yes, is of your, course. Your iPhone. Oh, so your iPhone is more sacred. Yes, than Yes, but they have they have made a promise with the user of that phone, and that, get it to the user of that phone, even if it's like I'm sorry. If I'm, someone is thrown I'm, into the I'm trunk, I'm with Tim on this. If one. someone is thrown into the trunk of oh, your no, Fiesta, they get a search warrant. Hold on. They're, 
the iPhone, right. you've bought into this religion where Steve okay. Jobs is Jesus Christ and the iPhone is the cross. Christ. It is not. Here's the deal. The government has other yep. ways of catching. If, the, if, if not getting into an iPhone is the only way the government can catch a terrorist. A or get it. of all information. No, it is not. No, there are lots of this. It's called intelligence. It's called the CIA. It's called all kinds of ways. They have lots of ways to get this information. So they and should they, get into my home then. They have this other is ways. The, no, I think the trade, the trade you're making on this is so big later down the line that it's it's critically important that they have these mm, abilities trust, to encrypt I trust things. judges more than I trust Apple. I do not trust judges. I do not trust our government, which is shown to be, no. Oh, no. no. You're not one of these deep state people. I'm not a deep state. Oh, are you kidding? No, but I do believe this. He's right. You're wrong. You're 100% wrong. But here's the <laughs> deal. This that. speech on privacy, he did yep. this in an interview with yep. me where I asked him, what would you do if you were Mark Zuckerberg? He said, I wouldn't be in that situation. And then he went yep. to town on, on that issue. You did that interview. I did that interview. Yep. And he, he's been on this. And, and Steve Jobs was on this too. You can yep. look at clips of me me and Walt interviewing them, same thing. They've been sticking to this for a long time, pre-Google, pre-Facebook, pre-anything like that. So but, it is a bit of an opportunity for yep, them. Yep. And it, it is a religious situation going on in Silicon Valley, and it's yep. the tech religious, where people, it's it's Apple essentially and Microsoft on one side, Microsoft, yep. and then, uh, and some others um, who are just furious at Google and Facebook. And then at the Google and Facebook side, they think Tim is sanctimonious and that yep. he's lecturing them. And I'm like, I'm good with him doing that. Yeah, it'll be. It, it, I think it'll be sort of fun if they start going after each other. Oh, they you had are. a little bit of pushback from Cheryl and from Mark saying it was extremely glib. Yeah, I think they're all right. You know, I, Apple. In my opinion, Apple has has. It'll be interesting to see if Apple holds the same um, mores around privacy when it comes to their app store and as they start to get into. They more have to be targeting. cleaner than you know. They have to be whatever. So it's, 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 than but that's Caesar's how the world wife. is bifurcating. You're either wealthy yeah. and can afford a device that only pulls on your data 50 times a day, which is iOS, mm-hmm. or you want a free phone and you have a device that gets to pull a thousand points Mark a day, Zuckerberg's which is Android. Argument, which is Mark Zuckerberg's argument. But I, yeah. I do prefer. The I don't first. think it's a good thing, but that's yeah. how the world is bifurcating. Yes, exactly. Where you get to buy privacy, essentially. Well, advertising and targeting, especially advertising, this isn't a new thing. Have become the tax that the poor and the technologically illiterate have to pay. Yep, it is. You, I bet the one thing in common with all your media is mm-hmm. it's not littered with ads telling you have restless leg syndrome, right? You, you go home <laughs> on a Thursday night. You can watch Modern Family. You can download it right away on abc.com, mm-hmm. or you can download it and pay three bucks from Apple TV. And most people in our cohort choose that yes. their time is worth more than 18 bucks an hour. So they download, they pay three bucks for 21 so interrupted store. Let me ask you a question. Would you support this U.S. federal privacy law? There's one in California. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Europe has been rather stringent. I think California, it, once Gavin Newsom gets in power, is going to be its own country. It's going to pass all kinds of laws yeah, that are different. the fifth largest economy in the world. It's going to. I think Gavin, is that's, his, that's the way he's going. But what yeah. do you think about this U.S. privacy law? So it makes sense probably to have it done at a, at a federal level such mm-hmm. that companies don't have to go through the friction of figuring out 50 different, 50 different legislations. I am not a fan, actually, of regulation. Mm-hmm. I think the more elegant solution – I mean, what do we want here? We want to thread the needle between curbing their influence but at the same time not kneecapping this incredible – machine of capitalism and value creation. And I think the way you do that is by breaking them up. So I think this <laughs> that's regulation... You, that's your go-to thing, breaking them up. But go and ahead. it works. When has it I ever failed? I don't mind it. It's but a the fair problem point. with GDPR, when you look at Europe, is I worry that it's actually cementing the position of the, the, the big, leaders. The big ones, yeah. Because they have them lawyers. Complexity favors the wealthy and the incumbents. The and laws, this, regulations. This legislation is complex and, complex and expensive. There is some basic, like, immediately inform people, give yep. people data print transparency, give people data Notify them when they've been hacked. Notify them when hacked. Those should, I think, be law. Like these people have gotten sense. immunity for too long. Yeah, it makes at sense. Very less. And I think Got we're going to get that. I think, if, especially if the Democrats get into power. I just wrote.
heard about this this Internet Bill of Rights, and that's one of the top ten. Do you think it should be federal? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yes, I do. It's, if not, it's going to be big states like California and Massachusetts and New York, and it's going to be federal, essentially. For and most is it GDPR 1.1, or is there— No, I, it's got to be more. You can't have the right to be forgotten here. It's not going to happen yeah. with the First Amendment. There'll be differences. Yeah. But it should be enough that—I think the government should sit down with these companies and just say, look, these are the rules of the road. Or else they're going to lose all their immunity. They're going to lose—they've had immunity for far too long around right. these things. So, anyway, next thing, uh, Uber. Yeah. What? $120 billion. They're saying IPO at $120 billion. Yeah, what do you think of that? Well, uh, so first off— A lot of off, people disputing their ability well, let, to let, make Let's any have money. some fun with this. I think okay. Uber is an incredible product. I, I think it's amazing. Yes. Think about Agreed. Agreed. conceptually, you have a multi-trillion dollar asset called mm-hmm. cars. They get mm-hmm. 4% utilization. So 96% of the time, non-utilized, figure out software. Mm-hmm. To it's literally like, let's come up with an app that lets you and me leverage the U.S. Right. Navy. I mean, right. it's just staggering what they've been able to figure out. And one of my favorite experiences, and I want to give you, ask you what is a cool Uber experience you had. I go to the Cannes Creativity Festival. I get off the plane. I'm about to I pull up the app. I want to see a picture of a car, hit it, and I see an uh, icon of a helicopter come up. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, what the heck? And I right. press it, and it says, meet us at baggage claim. They zip me off in a, in a sprinter van. I get mm-hmm. in this lawnmower with a rotor that looks like a kid who's you know, up from my paper route with a military uniform, and they fly me across the the Cote d'Azur, and I land in Cannes, and mm-hmm. it was for like 80 euros. I mean, it was right. just incredible. Yeah. Uber's changed my life. I love it. So you talk about something right. you love, and I'll tell you why I think All right, Uber I'm going to give you my Uber t-shirt, because when I wear it, people yeah. throw things at my head. But go ahead. It's the best t-shirt I have. Well, so, you know, it's also a lot of fun. If you ever are driving up or past a crowded place, just roll your window down and go, Uber? And see how many people come to the car. It's a ton of fun. And then look at them like they're just fucking crazy. Why are you bothering me? Anyway. Um, I think Uber has basically cemented— You're a sick puppy. But anyway, go ahead. You know it. Go ahead. Um, you know it the most. I do. I'm very and aware of the anyway, situation. So, we have yet to go out for drinks. So, so Uber has—okay, so we have a caste system. We're bifurcating into a nation of 350 million serfs serving 3 million lords, and Uber is the ultimate example of how we've institutionalized this. So you're a lord, presumably. Oh, yeah, because I'm okay. fortunate because I had access to free education and had a shaved what head. am I? Am I a duke? Oh, no, you're definitely, you're the strong man. You're the one that says, it will be done. And then next thing you know, the person has All their right. head chopped off. I have off. different thoughts on Uber, just because I'm sort of furious uh, about this Saudi, Saudi thing with the money they've taken. and the, the Okay, but, but, but hold on and tell me if you disagree with this. Right. $120 billion, that's oh, the value dirty, of Airbus. Dirty, thuggish, murderous money. What? I'm the, sorry. That $120 billion IPO. That's the value of Airbus, a couple hundred thousand employees. Yeah, I, do, you do you think it's worth that? Do you think it's worth that? Well, hold on. Give me some All running right, room right. okay, here. Okay, here. I want, I want answers. And then value of Procter & Gamble, uh-huh. 180000 more value than the entire auto industry, mm-hmm. 12,000 mm-hmm. employees. Mm-hmm. Only okay. 12,000 people and their investors are splitting $120 billion. Right. So my question is, how have they figured out a way to turn two and a half billion employees into quote-unquote driver partners, which means they don't get health care, they're not subject to minimum wage laws, they make on average $10.50 an hour, and they have no participation in that $120 right. billion. So Mind my question it. for Darrow is one thing. Are you just lipstick on a pig? I like you. I think you're nice. You've calmed down the waters there. Right. But should the two and a half million people who have built this company participate in the yes. $120 billion yes, windfall? Yes, they have to. Someone was just talking about this the other day with me. That but are they? they? I no, don't think they're they not. Are. They have to. They, so that would be something one else. One word, union. Yeah. Hey, Uber driver partners, perhaps you should reach out to the UAW, which, by the way, I'm a member of. Well, the unions have been hollowed out, but remove along. Go ahead. Okay, but let's let's restore them. I, I, if I were these driver partners, I would say, look, we need to participate in that $120 billion windfall, or Dara, regardless of how charming and how nice you are, 
we're going to fuck up this IPO. All right. Another way you could do it, again, I'm getting back to Gavin Newsom. He was talking about changing the ways employers and contractors, instead of having the old way when we're go- judging on those, we create whole new ways of work categories that right. would require these companies to do things like that or give healthcare or have healthcare benefits. Again, right. something they could do in California, which would impact Uber massively. Yeah, that's Arun Sundaraj and my colleague. Uh, he's done some great work about that. But how does that... So at one point, Sears, 25% of Sears was owned by the employees. And the question is, uh, how do you turn these... And by the way, if you talk to Uber drivers, you know, fair is fair, they like it. It gives them flexibility. They I know that. They have, to, they, they have to own a piece of this. They have to own a piece of this thing. This is such a thing built by its drivers. 2% of it, $2.4 right. billion. Dollars. That would Instead be life Instead of going to the murderous, thuggish... Two and a half million drivers. I'm trying to get dismembered here. (laughs) Bone saw. I feel a bone saw coming our way. Anyways, a thousand dollars per per driver. Two and a half billion dollars to two percent, one percent, or two percent dilution. You know, Dara, pony up. I'm starting to believe. Like you have empathy. All right, Uh, show me. I am going to write an entire New York Times column about this, saying this. Okay. I'm on your side. You've convinced me of this. I'm in. But I don't think it's worth $120 million, billion. You don't think no, it's worth $120 it's million? Dollars. I, I've had lots of a- economists send me like the breakdown. This is not Amazon. They have no moats. This is – Well, you, Lyft has come out of nowhere, right? Or not right. Nowhere, All right. So do you think they have moats like – everyone's like, oh, this is like Amazon later. Do they have – No, they it's, it's, a, it's a very boring economics case of why they're not – why Airbnb will be worth more than Uber because Uber has incredible um, supply, but you – you and I could start with fifty million bucks. You and I could start a ride-hailing service right. in DC because right. we could create local demand and local supply, right. local drivers and local. That's what I say. Airbnb I has prices. to have global demand because right. if you're coming in from Austin, it means That's you're right. not there. That's so if right. you're from Copenhagen, you need to have no of 100%. Airbnb in Copenhagen. Whereas Uber can have regional competitors mm. everywhere, right. and we're starting to see that with Didi in China. Yep. So the moats are you no know the moats are. They think t- the brand is a moat and the app is a moat. Yeah, but it's credit card. 10, 20 billion, 50 billion, maybe. Right, exactly. The cre- having the credit card is good. Yeah. What if they start like you, you go into the subway and then you use your Uber app to pay for it? That's well, this, what... is, this is what, and I want to hear what you think, but mm-hmm. I think Uber needs to become Expedia before Expedia becomes Uber. Uber should be, all right, I'm headed to Paris next week. I type in Paris. They know my weight class economically. I mm-hmm. put in the date and they, I press a button and it says here is the entire recommended travel itinerary, everything from flights oh, to hotel. So that's what Airbnb was trying to do. But go upstream and downstream, right? Yep. Sort yep. of what Google Maps does. Tells you how yeah. to get there, subway walking, I've never taken advantage of how much I use Google Maps. I have to say I only use it for – they don't ever – they do offer me restaurants and things, but I don't avail my – it's not in my face. You don't use it for directions? I use it for directions, but I don't use it for anything else. Like I see them offering me things, but it's not in my face enough. So ba- back to Uber. They are awash in Saudi money. I did not know that. Oh, $14 billion of their – they own a ton of it. They fir- they put in a 3.5 just recently, and before that – they put a bunch in through either PIF or through the SoftBank fund. The SoftBank fund was the latest one with $9.3 billion and the Saudis represent half of that. And so my question is the following. Does it, what would we have them do about that? I don't know. But here's what I would not want them. So Dara yeah. pulled out of the thing, calls yeah. and says I'm pulling out of the thing, which is fine. He yeah. obviously had to. Um, but, you know, here's what I didn't appreciate when Travis went over there and he's like, hey, Kara, they're letting – like he didn't say that directly, but like Uber did this. Like, hey, Kara, yeah. they're letting women drive now. And I was <laughs> And like, they have movie theaters. <laughs> and they have movie theaters. I was like, fuck yeah. you. It's not a favor really? that women yeah. can – oh, thank you yeah. so much, sir, for letting women drive. Yeah. And then they jailed the woman activist who got that – made that happen. They jailed her for that. So she's been in jail for years. It's just 
the, the ugh, I just, I'm sorry. I don't know how they sleep at night taking that money. I just don't. But here's the don't. thing. It, I just should don't. companies— They can't a, give it back. In a, yeah, and there's you, no way you can it, And by the it. way, if the Saudis buy, Saudis own a lot of Snapchat. They own a lot of Twitter. Yeah. They did, or through Kingdom Holdings, whoever. And then the high net worth individuals own, uh, there, right. of which there are many, own all these print. There's like 150 princes or whatever, yeah. how many there are. They're going to buy this stuff, and they can buy it on the public markets. And I'm not good with that, but they can, yeah. you know, they can buy treasuries, they can buy anything else. But this taking this, anyone who takes money right now from these people going forward to me is just. I hear you. Here's the awful. here's here's the problem. As an entrepreneur, I'm I'm actually I've, I've raised a ton of money, and I'm sure I'll mm -hmm. raise more in the future. You you're willing to disarm, but you're not willing to disarm unilaterally. Right. And the question is. I pay 23 cents on the dollar to the government for them to think long term, and I'm fine not taking their money as long as my competitors can't. So I think this is really up to the it's government be hard. to step in and say, it's gonna be hard. Oh, say yes, you can't, what are you talking about? You can't have money from uh, from Saudi in, into this country. Freeze oh, their asset yeah. sanctions. Otherwise, it's, it's not like, going to happen. They literally killed a journalist, and Donald Trump is talking about uh, like the, the media's yeah, fault that the pipe bombs show up at, their, at, my, at oh, CNN. I love the most recent excuse. We drugged him, and we were going to ask him if he would go back to Saudi Arabia, and if he's they have no, another we one. Let him go. Now it's premeditated. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like the Bill Cosby I, I don't of geopolitics This is not going to come here. from our government. Our, our, literally, the head of our government right now is is saying it's the media's fault for the pipe bombs that were mailed to it. So I just don't even. I'm in a very angry mode today about that. But again, I, I'll press back on you. Right. How, what do you do? You're an entrepreneur. It's competitive. You need low cost of capital. You don't take the money. And you let your competitors take it. You and do. you hope that your consumers. I, no, I, if you want a soul, you don't take it. If yeah, you don't okay. want a soul, you take it. That's so it. you're soulful, you're, you're soulful and, and unemployed. Look, all the money is dirty in some fashion, but yeah. that's particularly dirty particularly money right gross. now. It's okay. particularly gross. I'm sorry. Okay. I just, I, this, yeah. I'm sorry. I have a soul. I'm going to have to go. Anyway, we're going to take a quick ad break. When we get back, we'll be talking wins and fails of the week. But first, I want to talk about QuickBooks. In the next advertiser segment brought to you by QuickBooks, we'll hear from a business owner who turned their side hustle into a full-time career. 78% of small businesses in the U.S. have a workforce of one. But it's not easy turning your skills, your passion, yourself into a business. Here's the story of one guy, Nat, who never backed down and turned his side hustle into his full-time gig. Nat's story is brought to you by QuickBooks. My name is Nat. I teach yoga and I share music for a living. The job I had right before making this leap into teaching was working for a large tech company. I was leading a retreat over in Hawaii, and I think it just clicked. I can do this for a living. There were fears about where I'm at with that career. You know, if I step out now, will I be able to get back in? You know, those moments of fear, I had to just be honest with them and say, I trust this. I mean, it's a total trip to turn yourself into a business, and you have to be confident enough to say, here's who I am, and here's what I offer. I don't want to get into the mindset of, oh my God, my money, my money. So I use smarter business tools to really kind of check my cash flow, and also for tax preparation. That gives me the comfort I need. It's a reminder for me every single time I teach that this life is so short, and you got to go out there and just do it. You got to live it up. QuickBooks knows you never back down. That's why they're in your corner with smarter business tools. QuickBooks, backing you. Learn more at quickbooks.com. This has been Advertiser Content. Thanks to the sponsor of our show, QuickBooks, for Nat's story. Learn more at quickbooks.com. That's quickbooks.com. Now back to our show. 
Okay, now back with wins and fails. Uh, Scott, wins, wins this week? So I had terrible wins. My first win was Invisalign because I don't know if you noticed, but I have these trays in my mouth. And yeah, I get the sense I'm going to be gorgeous. You're going to be gorgeous. I did uh, that. My dentist, uh, Craig Spodak, is like the I, Tesla you're, you're, what, you're, you're, you're doing an ad for Invisalign. Like, uh, they're not paying us either. What's the deal? But yeah, all right. I, it, I can't speak or eat, and both those things get me into trouble. So okay. I, there's a lot of benefits to right. Invisalign. Okay. Anyways, but win. my real win of the week, yeah. and just everyone must know we don't rehearse because mm-hmm. you're always like, I got to get out of here. I'm having mm-hmm. tea with Boutros, Boutros, Gali no, or something. I, no. So anyways, my win of the I week. I died. But, okay. I am, but other than that, he's doing really well. Okay. <laughs> other than that, he's just fine. So my win of the week yeah. is I've been thinking about this probably too much. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get you out of the fiesta. You and I are going car shopping. What? I figured out the car for you. What? I've, okay. The scooters. Skip scooter. No, 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 no. I'm it's, not. I'm going to it's scooters. A 2000, I'm going, we're going to the, we're going no, to the dealership. I'm not getting out of the car. It's a 2011 matte black Porsche 911. No. Oh, my God. Okay, hold on, hold on. You fit all the criteria for a Porsche. Can I just tell you, just because you think I'm a lesbian, you think I like a, like a man car? No. Oh, no. You have, I, no. lesbian wasn't going to come into it. You fit all the criteria. Right, you want to hear the criteria me. for right, driving okay. a Porsche? Okay. The first is. You're shorter than 5'10". All right. You have to be short yes. to drive or shorter or shortish okay. to drive. I, I get into a Porsche. I look like a Q-tip behind a German automobile. <laughs> you have great hair. Anyone in a Porsche should have great I hair. I do have great hair. You have hair. great hair. I okay, do. So you're bought in on that one, all right. right? You have money. Yeah. Right? Um, most people who drive Porsches have really little penises. So having no penis qualifies. All right. All right. You so know, Scott, sunglasses, great hair, stopping. rich. <laughs> Short, boom, <laughs> Porsche. There is right. no substitute. All right, Scott, we're going to get Nazis, into other issues. I'm if stopping Nazis you. I'm can stopping build you. rockets, no, they build no, great no, no, cars. No, no, no. N to the O. I'm never buying another car again. Come on. I'm never buying another car again Porsche. in my life. There is in no my, substitute. That is my promise. Nobody, I've, I'm never buying another car in my life, ever. You ever. know what? I bought my last car. It's great to enjoy your youth once you're old enough to really enjoy it. I Buy bought a my last car. I'm, I'm making that, that is my fail of the week car people because I'm never buying a car. Let me, let's, let's get to one fail idea. Facebook yep. losing its Oculus founder. Well, Oculus, the whole thing's stupid. But no, it's not. Virtual reality? No, it's not. This? I'm not, no, it is VR? not. VR? No, I love VR. Oh my God. Oh, no. well, that's going to be another VR, next week. VR, right gonna, up there with 3D printing. No, VR is going to be a big thing. World. Two things what are I ran. Okay, I, for VR? I did a VR, I put a VR on, when I was riding a roller coaster in Hong Kong. I know that's oh, a lot. Oh, there's a lot of commercial application okay. for that. I'm I just telling you, it was so own. much. No, it was great. It was an amazingly Give fun experience. The, how do you and then I did something in the mall, these things. I can't remember yeah. what they're called. Strapped on the computer on my back. My kids yeah. and I had the best time, hours of fun with VR, in a VR environment, playing with each other, doing different things. Amazing. Okay, video games and fun stuff in malls. Yeah, that's, exactly. So that's what? That's a five hundred so million dollar industry. No, it's not. It's much bigger. This than that. is the biggest fail. No, you're in wrong. Technology. The empathy things. I think it has not well, been empathy. A, a, a empathy things that you want to experience. I think it's going to be big. I'm going to go. I'm going to go out on well, one. Well, in five years, it's been an enormous stud. Why? So what? Because our new, one of our new Jesus Christ, Mark Zuckerberg, said it would unlock new worlds. It hasn't unlocked it anything. It could. It has. I think it will. I AR. Think, I'm with you on AR. Okay, AR. All right. I'm holding up a phone to an apartment all building. Right. So he left. So you don't think the Oculus founder? But what I'm thinking more is that all these leaders are leaving Facebook. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, but I think on Oculus, it basically said the jig is up. They realize virtual reality is stupid. Oculus will probably be closed down in the next 24 months. All right. Oculus oh, okay. We're no going to move on to predictions in a second. Okay. And then let's move to predictions. Oculus done. is, is going to move. This is your Maybe predictions, Oculus our next segment. Next 24 months. It's too bad because— What magic- about Magic Leap? 
Well, uh, I want to promote Magically because I live in Florida and we only have two real unicorns down there, Chewy mm-hmm. and Magically. Mm-hmm. Chewy. I think, I think VR is, I think it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Right up there with 3D printing, Internet of Things, all these overhyped Internet stupid. of Things? Wait, why is that? What are you talking about? You only about? have one Internet of Thing, your iPhone. You, you don't need okay. to connect your blender to the Internet. No, you don't, but I have Nest. You have these uh, uh, regulating okay, your house, Nest. locks, things like that. Sure. Yay. It's not uh, a small Internet thing. Of things, it, it, all right, okay. It's not working. Anyways, right. I think, I think uh, VR is is an enormous set. I think it's already dead on arrival. All right. Okay. Any what other predictions? My prediction? I don't think, I think Uber is going to go public, but it's not at that number. I think, you think it's a lower valuation. I do. I do. And then what would they do? Are they, I think they would use the stock to go buy a bunch of hotel and transportation companies. Yes. Yes. I think if they have, yeah. they got to, they got to get while the getting's good, just the way Apple did. Yeah, if I they, agree. if they go out at that number, they better start buying things that actually fill in, the, fill in the blanks. And there's a lot of blanks there. What do you think happens before then? Do you think the labor force rallies? Or no, do I don't think happens? they're. I think they're wildly disorganized, and that's an advantage nothing to happens. Uber. I wish they would. I wish there was some great like, I don't know, Caesar Chavez of the of the people of Uber or something that will organize them. That would be great. So twelve thousand employees, one hundred twenty million dollars. That's literally ten million dollars in equity value for every employee. We've never seen that in the history of corporate. We've never seen that in America. I think they they need to be part of. It. I think in the Airbnb thing, he's trying to figure out a way to give the renters of the places equity. Yeah, some sort of equity. That's smart. He's trying Actually, to do that. Facebook is close. Half That's because he's a thoughtful, dollars. interesting man. You like him. I love him. I have a You develop crushes. No, I don't. I think he's he just, like, he's at least thinking about it. Like, at least, like, you don't hear it from them until you, like, hit them over the head with a hammer. So envision this. You're rolling down the, t- what's that? The 280, that highway out there in, in Portola, or mm-hmm. that connects I San Francisco. You're in there, Porsche, and in the back is Evan Spiegel rubbing your shoulder. <laughs> Portia. Okay. No, I like Evan. Portia. I like Evan. I'm sorry that he's got some troubles, but I like him. All right, Scott. Yeah. I have to get out of here. I've got yeah, to go. I know. I've got to go I have know. coffee. Hillary Clinton, blah, blah, blah. I know. Blah. I have to interview her, and I have a little pre-interview thing. I'm going to go. And what's the most important question you're asked? Well, it's changed this week because of the pipe bombs and stuff like that. But, yeah. I, you know, I was going to talk to her about uh, the midterms, obviously, Russia, because she yeah. was right in my interview, last interview about what the Russians had done. Um, so I'm going to let her take a little victory up about yeah. that. Uh, I think the elections, the impact of the Clintons, whether they, you know, this whole, whether they should be around. I think I have to ask her about her comments about Monica Lewinsky. Just, just order the, um, 21-year-old giving a president a blowjob, oh, okay. non-abusive right, power right. lunch yes. special. We'll I am going to, we have to see talk about happens. it. We have to talk about that. But I think this thing this today, this, these attacks on Democratic, it's, it's sort of moved everything to the side. It's, it's a really disturbing. And what she, are your of views course, on that, was, though? Do you she, think it's part of the coarseness of our discussion? What, uh, no, it's, it's, it's what happens from the coarseness of our discussion. Yeah, yeah. It's what happens, and it's dangerous, and it's scary. And this is, the, and the fact that the president of the United States gets up and says what he says is, Falling and he, it's I, I, I don't, I don't even understand how someone could do that. I don't, I understand how people could work for people that do that. So I think. And back to the Clintons. Let me ask yeah. you this: If mm-hmm. you, it, Clintons are our problem. Do they, do they keep doing what they're doing, or do they take a victory lap and exit stage left? I have two minds. I think they should be able to do so. I think she yeah. should. I think John yeah. John Kerry gets to talk. John yeah. McCain got to talk. He ran a very unsuccessful election campaign. And yeah. uh, men get to talk after they lose. Yeah. Women have to skulk away and put yeah. on the sackcloth and ashes point. and shut up. I do get the issues around him, her husband, and and yeah. everything else. But uh, I want her. She she the thing she did was say women's rights are human rights and human rights are women's rights. Yeah. That took a lot of guts to do that in China back then. I want that, Hillary Clinton. Well, the bottom line is she, she pro- we probably picked the wrong Clinton for president, right? She probably should have been president. Well, She's this uber-competent, hardworking person. 
What a um, shock. The men got to go first. There you go, right? <laughs> Scott, thanks. Yeah, yeah, well, last so, thing, prediction for the election. I interviewed Rebecca Tracer this morning, so I'm in a, in a, she wrote a book about women and rage and anger, and I'm in an yeah, angry mood You're today. all of those things. I'm today. Today, yes, I am. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to stay angry, too. Thanks. Looking forward to talk to you next week. And by the way, if you have questions for us on the podcast, shoot us an email at pivot at voxmedia.com. Our show is produced by Rebecca Sinanes. Nishat Kurwa is Vox Media's executive producer of audio. Thanks also to Eric Johnson, and thanks for listening to Pivot from Vox Media. Join us next week for more breakdown on all things tech and business. If you like what you heard, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. All right, Scott, see you next week. This is Scott Galloway. I founded nine businesses, and eight of those nine businesses, a key partner has been QuickBooks, which enables the management team to focus on the levers of really driving value and also provides a dashboard to gain insight into the key operations and finances of the company. QuickBooks has been a pillar of my entrepreneurial efforts. Check out QuickBooks.com.